0: Welcome back to Scouring the Depths, the show where we delve deep into the dark, endless, mile-high, or mile-deep chasm of heavy music. My name is Joseph. And I'm Nathan. We are your hosts. Hosts. We're not just one person. We are one person. (laughs) They have have never seen us. Yeah, it's a stuck-on-you situation, if anyone's
1: ever heard of that movie. Or anyone knows what Ripley, believe it or not, they made that museum for us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we survived Denver. Yeah, we did. We're
0: back. Um, this is going to be our sort of recap of our weekend down in the Mile High City for the second annual Decibel Medal and Beer Fest in Denver. Uh, it was a pretty awesome time. Yeah. It uh
1: definitely worth every every second of it. Yeah. Well, most seconds. We'll get to that.
0: Yeah. Uh Yeah, I've been thinking about it constantly ever since we got back. It was just a, such a fun time. Um and we're excited to kind of break down everything that we did while we were there. Of course, all the bands that we saw, all the beers that we tried, mm-hmm. if we can even remember. <laughs> um yeah, just like General stuff that we did while we were down there. It's
1: a travel episode. Mm. What about that, follow along with us on our first bumpy ride, and yeah. then and then smooth sailing from there. Yeah, like
0: regular Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain's over here.
1: Remember, singular. <laughs> right. Um. Got to keep the plot going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We, while we were down there, of course, if you'd like to a visual aid, I don't know if you want some proof if you don't believe us that we actually went, <laughs> you can go over to our instagram at scouringpod so you can uh, give us a follow of course, and then also see the footage and pictures that we took of the festival while we were there. Um, yeah, and it
1: was it was a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a a couple of three nights of debauchery and uh, also getting to uh, kind of photograph and videotape. A lot of that was pretty cool. Um, Obviously spurts because I want to enjoy the show. (laughs) Did the same thing. You took some pictures too yourself, right?
0: Yeah, every... uh, Just a couple. Like, uh, yeah, I'm definitely of the mind that like I'm not even really thinking about Like getting my phone out really like I'm just kind of I just want to kind of be in that moment and really absorb it um but I know that that has some disadvantages like you know obviously you can't look back on a memory
1: really right uh luckily you know I, I I feel the same way as you do I but I for some reason, in my mind, sometimes I'm just like, oh, all right, well, I should at least do this once or maybe twice. Yeah. And usually that's what I do. And then I put my phone away. Yeah. Because I am I do not like having any video longer than like 30 seconds tops. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm going to look like a jackass holding my phone up <laughs> just for the whole song. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not one of those people. I'll take a clip from that song. Not all the songs, just one. Just and, one, just one, and then move on with my life. Yeah, but
0: yeah, I think that's the the way to do it. But um, I mean, we had purpose. We had to, we had to, lo- we had to document. We got to prove to you listeners, yeah, that we were there. Yeah, because <laughs> I can see it now. It's like these guys are fucking lying.
1: <laughs> they would never do something like this. I think my favorite thing is that this would probably never cross their mind until we brought it up. Right. <laughs> and now they're just like, of course, are like, they there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> we're not, we're not big enough to have trolls yet. <laughs> we need, we need more trolls. Yeah. I, I guess maybe. That's how you know that you've made it in life. <laughs> uh, when you have haters, that's what Eminem said. I think. Uh I don't remember the exact quote, but it's like something about you're doing something when you have haters, you know you're doing something right. Something like that. <clears throat> Sounds like something I wouldn't care about. Yeah. <laughs> the the first and probably hopefully only mention of Eminem yeah. on this podcast. We're not not fans, but
1: anywho, um, you wanna go we'll kinda go in kind of sequence of how things went?
0: Yeah, let's uh let's move along in chronological order and we can kinda give like our at the end we can kind of talk about our favorite moments or as we Go as we on. get to them we can kind of highlight them
1: yeah so thursday november 30th is the day we travel and also the night of our first show yeah
0: uh on thursday uh it was the uh pre which um had just three bands in a smaller venue than the the one that would have the actual festival in Denver called Marquis. Um, amazing little spot. Yeah, it was it was great. It's like kind of for me. It's like I'm sure you would agree. It's like the ideal place to to see a show. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, <clears throat> this uh, the pre-fest included uh, Umbra Vite, Grave Ripper, and Necuent, who were uh, originally, that spot was going to be taken by Psychosomatic, but they uh, had to drop out, unfortunately. But then Nequient uh, fulfilled that spot.
1: Yeah. But we have a couple of travel stories first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget, before we had that night of fun, we had to get to Denver. And how did we do that from from little Missouri? Planes, well,
0: trains, and automobiles. We
1: did do planes, trains, and automobiles. And luckily... We did not just drive all the way through Kansas because nobody won. Nobody deserves that. Yeah, like that is just an awful trip.
0: Yeah, it would be from us. It would have been like an eleven-hour drive.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's too long. That's too long and uh, too too much. Uh, nothing to see. So I'm I'm out. Um, but anyway, we flew. Um, our first flight was great, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: our first flight was kind of a rough one. It was uh you know, if anyone has kind of flown out of like a not the not so big city before with a small plane, you know you kinda of get into like a small plane, it's not very comfortable, and it's more susceptible to conditions, I would say, so <laughs> yeah, it's a very bumpy, very uh unpleasant
1: ride, but a couple of sudden drops, yeah, and ups and downs, yeah. It was fun, you know. Make mm-hmm. sure I nobody's sleeping on the ride.
0: If anybody out there does not like planes and hears this and is like, "Well, I'm never getting on a plane again," don't let us deter you from from traveling.
1: But well, I can also say that because I have ridden a lot of planes. I've 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 been a few countries, um, and also flown in the states quite a bit. I mean, I probably. I'd say 30 or 40, you know, rides. I would say the mo- amount of them that were like that were like two. So So yeah, don't let that deter you at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just a really bad flight. we
0: mm-hmm. We're just uh, you know, we're we're giving the comprehensive rundown of everything. So, we got to include that uh we uh kind of went through hell a little
1: bit. Yeah. <laughs> to get there. Step one hell. <laughs> yeah. But it was all good
0: from then on. So
1: yeah, we made Got it to the, Dallas.
0: The worst out of the way first thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Made it to Dallas. Had a small layover, and then we finally landed in Denver. Mm-hmm. And uh, took a. I was, We were. Didn't know what we were doing, but we made Got it. Kind of lost. Um. Yeah. Um.
0: We. Were, I think our original plan was to get a lift or an Uber to to take us <clears> into the city but we could not find the rideshare area. Uh, So we just kind of ended up uh, finding a a train. And we sat in the train. (laughs) We were just like, I hope this is the right train.
1: (laughs) And it was. So it was all good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we made it, we made it downtown. Was able to get to the hotel. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then we pretty much just went to the show. Yeah. We, we gotta grab pizza at the show. Yeah, we got our shit,
0: uh, you know, in our room. Just kind of, yeah, pretty much just went straight there. And uh, yeah, for those unfamiliar with Marquee, the venue in Denver that the priest the priest fest was held at, they also have a little uh, by the slice pizza joint that's attached to them, and it's like you know, part of the same, uh, part of the venue. And, uh, that was super convenient for us because, you know, we hadn't really eaten since early that day. We like definitely needed food. Um, and yeah, uh, marquee pizza, they have slices that are like, you know, when you think of New York style slices, you you know, that they're pretty big, but these are like these were kind of next level in my opinion. Like they're like bigger than <laughs> they're bigger than
1: like your head. Yeah. They had to be served on two plates for just one, <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two plates. Um, and you know, this wouldn't be the first time we've ran in, run into this pizza. Yeah. Um, but this was like pretty much the, the spot where you, you got it. Yeah. Um, There's really cool um, pizza there that I really enjoyed. It um, was like a, almost like a, spicy kind of pepperoni and and like mushroom and and like chili peppers and whatnot. And I was able to try some hot sauce, some local hot sauce.
0: Yeah. One of the partners with the festival, I believe they're called sauce leopard. Yeah. That's,
1: that sounds like, right.
0: We're going to figure this out. We'll figure this
1: out live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. It was sauce leopard. You're correct so their their um that sauce that I had incredible, and the pizza was delightful, yeah, it was good, yeah, it uh, hit the spot for sure.
0: <clears throat> I just had a regular cheese slice, but it was always
1: you know pretty reliable, but this one was was definitely really really good, and then we sat in the corner, eating our pizza and yeah we met a we met a pretty cool guy, yeah, yeah. fellow metalhead uh. Anyway, uh the camera friends Yeah. Gamer <laughs> friend pretty much the entire time. Yeah,
0: he's like kind of our, our bud for the for the weekend and it was super cool hanging out with him. Super nice dude.
1: Yeah. Um and then um I was gonna say you you went we both went and grabbed our first uh, lineup of beers. Yeah. Which I think I just went with local stuff first. Yeah but then you went out after a few of the like the the beers for the fest. Yeah. Do you remember what you got?
0: Yeah, the first one that I had to try uh the prefest was presented by Decibels video game column called Kill Screen. Um they had uh I don't know what console they had set up in the back, but they had like something like
1: a I think like a Resident Evil game. Yeah. It's kind of looked what it looked like.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it was like a newer thing or like a retro console. Like I don't know if they had like a Nintendo 64 back there or what, but um Yeah. So that was kind of a neat little theme, I guess. And uh the beer that was uh in conjunction with Kill Screen was a collab with that. It was called the Double Fatality, Double Dry Hopped IPA from
1: Little Call It Little. Cottage, <laughs> not Little College. There's, there's a lot of words in that double, uh, et cetera. Yeah, beer.
0: It's a mouthful. Uh, little Cottage Brewing out of Atlanta. Uh, the Double Fatality, double APA. Um, this was the first beer I had, but it honestly might be my favorite of the entire weekend. Um, I know I say those three letters and people probably like, Oh, because, you know, a lot of people don't like IPAs, and that's fine.
1: Oh, IPAs are fantastic. You guys can fuck off if you don't like them. (laughs) That's part of why people don't like them. It's because of the elitism. Well, here's the thing. I love Sours. I love Pilsners. I love Lagers. I love IPAs. Beer is beer, and beer is good. Yeah. So, like, that's what I mean by when I say fuck off. (laughs) Because, like, if if you have a strong opinion about IPAs, uh, because of the people who drink it, I mean, there's normal people out there who drink it too. So, yeah. who also like other beers. Yeah, that's that's all. I'm I'm <laughs> trying to I'm trying to divide our audience. <laughs> I could I see that.
0: <laughs> no, uh, I also like all kinds of beer too, um, and you know it's okay if you don't like IPAs, uh, but yeah, we we happen to enjoy them. Um, and I think this one I've had some really mid ones lately, uh, just you know, based on like local selection and stuff that is available to us where we're located. But I tried this thing and it was like, okay, this is why I actually like this mm. kind of beer. It well, was, you know, obviously it was very high ABV. I was about to ask, do you remember the percent? <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, I want to say it was a. It was definitely nine. above a nine. Yeah. Nine points something. But um, it was just so smooth. Um, it was just so easy to drink that it was, was kind of dangerous. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just so good, so drinkable. Uh, I loved it. Um, despite it,
1: you know, not taking long at all to have an effect on me. I was going to say, you started off strong. I went for a, um, I I honestly don't even remember, it's like a local beer um, that's around, but it's it's one of the the cheaper beers there, Um, but I I mean, it was was really good though, Um, and um, I had it a couple times actually, I think that's pretty much what I had that night, but um, no, no, I was, you know, beer, it was good, we started off with good pizza and good beer. Yeah. Yeah, we got things
0: we got things going pretty pretty quick. Yeah. Um well, you wanna jump into the first band? Yeah, first band, as I mentioned before, they had to, uh kind of swoop in and replace psychosomatic um Nequiant from Chicago. Um who the their style is very interesting. It's like uh it's hard to describe even. Like
1: Yeah, it's a cross between I feel like Thrash and Death. Yeah. Um, well, what else would you probably put in there? Like, uh, it felt very technical, kind of. Yeah, their guitar player was incredible. Yeah. Like, uh, very proficient and um, definitely had a few moments where some solos came up and I was like, holy shit, didn't expect that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so just like all, all kinds of styles just like blended together and like played really seamlessly and uh, yeah they were just a lot of fun to watch they were a really good way to kick the night off
1: kick the weekend off frankly I feel like there was like six of us at the very front yeah there was our, our friend and us and then a couple other guys and then slowly more people came up
0: yeah Um. yeah they were really sick and uh, you know just being like right up close as they were playing and uh, just being in that small room and just like yeah, it was a really
1: really perfect way to, to get things get things rolling. I don't think we mentioned how small this place was. Oh yeah. Um this place, uh if you've ever been to the Marquee, um pretty much I feel like it would probably fit a hundred, hundred and twenty people in there maybe at the most.
0: Yeah, yeah. If anything. Yeah, you could see our our uh our Instagram for uh, for reference for what the venue kind of looked like. The stage was like maybe, you know, just like a few inches off the floor. (laughs) Oh yeah. So yeah, it's one of those types of venues, but like, yeah, I, I love seeing shows like that.
1: Yeah. It feels like a corner, like a corner place Yeah, where it's like, you know, this is like an, almost like, you know how some places are like built into just like a small nook. And that's exactly what this place feels like. Yeah. Um, really sick bar, really good pizza, like, you know, really great presence because the thing is, you know, with stages like this, it's, you can get intimate and you can actually like interact with the band and you can like (laughs) sing along with them or just stare right at them and they'll stare right back at you.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know, obviously no barricades or security or anything between you and the stage. So it's like, yeah, it's, really really
1: good setting for raw, sure. yeah, and it that's if yeah and mm-hmm. it would continue that way, you know well past you know band one, right, so
0: yeah after after neck wrapped up uh had r- round two, which I even though uh psychosomatic couldn't make the show, they still had their beer um with them, which is done by sound growler brewing, yeah.
1: And uh, it was called a uh, skaterade. <laughs> it was a little lighter for for Joey. Yeah, he finally decided to go a little bit lighter.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like on the lighter side. I think it was a. Uh, feel like it's it was a, a pilsner. A ro- rote beer. R O T B I E R.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. Very bitter, but very refreshing at the same time. I I I dug it. Is definitely not the kind of thing that I usually would get on my own, but I. Still really liked it, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was sipping that while we watched the next band, Grave Ripper,
1: which slapped,
0: yeah, yeah, they were awesome. Um, their album Seasons Dreaming Death from earlier this year was uh, it's probably one of the best thrash releases of this year, and uh,
1: yeah, their live show just kicked ass, they just blew the house down, yeah. So they play um, a black and thrash, um, kind of tinge. So if anyone's a fan of, like, Skeleton Witch, uh, especially from, like, you know, back when uh, Skeleton Witch really played a little bit more, they this is kind of what it reminded me of, um, which um, I, I, I just, I don't know, I love that little tinge of black metal added into there, but, um, you know, everyone in the, in the band seemed to be playing really, really, like, um, proficiently, especially the drummer. That's who I was noticing the most, because the drummer was just, like, focused and zoned in yeah yeah they sounded really tight Mm -hmm. for sure yeah and uh afterwards we got i got i got some merch yeah from them and we talked to the lead singer so um who's really cool yeah i would see him a little bit later uh at the big show uh, standing in line, getting pizza together.
0: Rare, it's the big show. And I had
1: my I had my Grave Ripper shirt on too. And he's like, "Hey, nice shirt, man!" Like, and I'm like, "I wonder where I got it." Oh. Uh, and he made a little joke there. So, but
0: you're my number one customer. That's what he said to and you. I said, "Oh, hi, doggy." <laughs> um. Yeah, they were awesome. I grabbed a CD of that new album, and um, yeah. And it was on to the main event. Which
1: freaking blew my socks off.
0: Yeah, this was crazy. Um, for those who don't really know who Umbra Vitae are, it's a super group of basically members of the Red Chord and uh, Jacob Bannon of Converge on vocals.
1: And I would add you know, the drummer who's been in like job for a Cowboy. Yeah. John Rice, who's incredible. Um
0: yeah, so basically, it's uh all of those, you know, veterans of heavy music and their style of this band is definitely like, you know, death metal, uh, with a thrashy side. I think this whole showcase
1: was very thrash oriented. Yeah, I feel like there's there's a little bit. I mean, because it's Jacob, I feel like there's some hardcore tinge in there as well. Yeah,
0: right. But yeah, uh, this band had only played like I think three other shows. This was their fifth. Yeah, okay, four other shows before this one. So it was like kind of like a rare event to be able to see them live. Yeah, because
1: I mean, their one and only album. There's a second one coming out next year, um, but is in 2020, and so obviously that's been a few years. Yeah. So seeing this is their fifth show is pretty pretty damn cool. Yeah, and
0: uh, yeah, they were fucking awesome. Um, it just like it felt really special, uh, you know, just with everyone involved
1: with the band, but they also just sounded like. So fucking good, <laughs> yeah. Everybody in that place was moving. Yeah, um, yeah. It honestly, it felt like the entire place was was moving, in. and I, I mean that like just like the the walls itself. Yeah. Um. And when I say that, I mean just like everyone was just having a really good time. Yeah, like, it, was it was just, just a fantastic smiles. energy. Yeah, I, I can't I can't describe it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna spoil this now, but this might have been my favorite. Um, part of our trip in terms of the show, um yeah it's up there. really hard to like say that this early, but it was really that special so i I was very happy and I might jump into it, but we were able to meet Jacob Bannon afterwards and yeah he
0: was uh he was working merch afterwards, unbeknownst to us we just got in line and then all of a sudden there he was it was like, oh shit he's like, he's the
1: one selling us stuff,
0: yeah. So you kind of interact with him a little bit, which is super crazy to me because yeah, super like, surreal for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I had never thought that I would ever actually like interact with this dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah,
1: it was, it was cool. And he was super kind, super down to earth. Yeah. Super like, um, maybe like, uh, he, he's very aware of what's going on when you're like, he's not like, just like, yeah, here's this, you yeah. can move on. It's just like, he's interacting with you. Yeah. And the things that you're talking about and the things that he's been doing and, and whatnot. And he talked about just just jumping pretty much just jumping on a plane earlier this, that, that day to get here. And right. <laughs> was like, yeah, it's been a crazy day for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Hey, we, we understand we, <laughs> we had something similar happen to us.
0: Yeah. We had to, have a similar journey ourselves,
1: yeah, so it was it was really cool meeting him, got some merch um and it was just a really it was a really special night one, yeah, it was a great night uh
0: good way to to begin everything um yeah, it was just like like I said, it was just like a perfect kind of environment, perfect energy for like for just any kind of like metal show at all and uh yeah it was just a great way to really get excited for the next couple of days
1: yeah so we meandered back home to the hotel yeah we pretty much just goofed off and then uh, fell asleep because <laughs> we were just still giddy from that show probably
0: yep we uh, uh went over to a little convenience store called
1: choice yeah i remember getting was some snacks
0: a, strange little place but uh it came in clutch
1: a couple times it was cool because it it, you know it feels like um it's like a health food store yeah like not like at your normal like gas station where you're just like yeah i can pick up reese's and a soda fucking hot cheetos hot cheetos but no instead you're just like hey how about this um extra healthy um bag of kale chips or something yeah i'm just like this is cool. Because like I love I love this stuff too.
0: Get you a can of booch.
1: Yeah, boy. Yeah. But uh it's is a good little spot.
0: Yeah, right it's interesting. And it's just yeah, conveniently located very close if we needed to grab something is good uh gave us a good opportunity to have that. We also were right around the corner from a target, which was nice. Yeah. Love that for us. We utilized that
1: the next day.
0: Yeah, we uh, had to make sure we had plenty of fluids, some electrolytes.
1: Yeah, got some Pedialyte and Gatorade and water. Yeah, coconut water, the works. We got that. We got some bananas. Yeah, got some some snacks. We we did a good job because I, I
0: I don't think feel... either of us had a hangover. Yeah, we we which felt is...
1: good the entire time.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. impressive. Considering how, how much, much we beer. drink,
1: we drank a lot of beer. <laughs> oh you know, yeah, and we only we only talked about the two the, the two to three things we had night one.
0: Yeah, things get uh, less
1: easy to track <laughs> after that. <laughs> um, but yeah, after a day of of stocking up at Target, uh, going to do we do you remember what we had for lunch on Saturday? Oh no, we had breakfast. We had the apple blossom. Yeah, we breakfast. tried
0: apple blossom. It's a nearby breakfast spot, which was super good.
1: Had a nice uh, breakfast sandwich.
2: Yeah. Some I had
1: potatoes. Some, I had some uh, pumpkin, like maple oatmeal, which was pretty good. And Some potatoes myself. Yeah. Um, then, what did we have for lunch? Do you remember at all on that day? Uh, oh, did we have the burger? I think we went to the burger joint. Oh, yeah. H-hop, dotty hop dotty yeah which is right next to the union station which is where like kind of like our main you know that's where the train landed and that's where a lot of stuff was yeah um yeah hop dotty um which was like a fantastic burger joint yeah really solid gastropub type place yeah very good lunch spot yeah really good really good fries um really good burgers um obviously we both got a variation of that yeah i had a chicken sandwich yeah and i got um I don't remember what burger I got but had some had some jalapenos on it, it was spicy and I liked it. Ouch. Ouchie. The good hurt. Um yeah, and I don't think we did much else that day besides we went to the uh Denver Nuggets team store. Oh right. Yeah, we did we did walk. Um so we and, went to Ball Arena. Yeah, and the Avalanche team store but, technically, but yeah. Got some merch cuz we're basketball boys. Yeah.
0: And uh we got coffee from a really good place called little owl
1: yeah that was and that's connected to a hotel that um was probably a little too fancy for us yeah but you know (laughs) here we are you know walking all day need a place to sit yeah we had to take a take a break from
0: all the walking yeah which we would pay for later (laughs) (laughs) all the
1: walking we did yeah well, I was gonna say we we did that. We had that. That was an incredible coffee, by the way. Yeah. Um And I, I really enjoyed that that uh, little spot. And then, yeah, after after dinner uh, or sorry lunch, we pretty much were like, "All right, we got to get prepped for night one." Yeah. And then we walked um, back down to uh, the summit, which is where we also oh. We got illegal Pete's before that. Oh right, right, right. Which was uh, see how see how much beer I had. <laughs> yeah, um, which is kind
0: of a local staple of uh, the Denver area, and it was like, you know i I've heard a lot about this place. I want to check it out, and uh, you know, it's very much like a Chipotle esque kind of place where you kind of work your way down the line and have, uh, you know, the worker add whatever. To
1: your bowl or burrito or taco or whatever, with like a punk aesthetic, yeah, which made <clears> it a lot, um, you know, up our alley. Yeah,
0: and it was pretty good. Yeah, some solid Mexican.
1: Yeah, I was I was pleased. Although I was like, I was trying to save myself from not dying from how much carbs I've had that day. <laughs> well, we did a lot of walking, so
0: it, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, we,
1: we burned it off.
0: And we were on vacation.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I was like, I gotta, I gotta prepare myself for a little bit more room for some beer tonight. Yeah, because oh boy, oh boy, night one. Yeah, there we're was just, beer. We're just
0: getting a sample cup. It's not like yeah, that'll add up over no. time.
1: You know, not these nine and twelve percent and six <laughs> percent, yeah. seven or eight. Yeah, it so, won't add up.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we got to the venue summit for night one got in line
1: liquid death song liquid death hearse yeah which is very cool and we got free koozies yeah i handed out those and i was like man i just want to hang out with that dude all night <laughs> that liquid death skeleton yeah and that hearse
0: <laughs> that was the highlight of the the weekend was the, the liquid death koozie
1: yeah i mean it was one of them <laughs> it was one of the hundred but uh, yeah, we were in in line, and I guess we went up to the thing, and we were able to get that little like it's probably like what like an eight ounce cup, ten ounce cup, yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah, it's uh you know not as small as like your like a medicine cup.
1: Oh, it's not definitely not,
0: but it's like you know a couple ounces I'd say, more.
1: I'd say eight ounces is probably yeah. what it was. Yeah,
0: so you have one of those, um that you get with your metal and beer ticket. And then, yeah, it basically is like your... You know, you get a wristband too, but basically this is like your your ticket to nonstop...
1: Debauchery. <laughs> yeah. You can drink as the much antics. as you want.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you have the the metal and beer ticket, you get unlimited samples, which, uh, you know, doesn't seem like that big of a deal at first, but then when you get there, it's like, Oh shit.
1: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try to all these beers. And then you're, and then yeah. you realize, I don't know if I can try all these beers. Cause there's so many beers here. Yeah. And there's, and there's not enough time. Yeah. And there's like ones you really like, you like, you just kind of want to go back for more of that. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, and it was in a weird, I mean, like I loved it. Um, but also at the same time it's very fucking crowded.
0: Yeah. I got the,
1: yeah (laughs) in the and there was one so when you enter the venue uh there's a stage kind of in the center there's a bar in the back a bar on the side which is actually where true brewing was and then there's like a little pizza like kitchen that has a window that's right next to it right and then on the on on that same side there's all the (laughs) merch tables um for all the bands that were there that night and then on the other side is um the you know the main merch table for the festival and then all the other breweries and beers. Um, and this kind of like just small little area with some stairs and some... Yeah. Um, you know, not not terribly big, but probably, I don't know, like 20 by 50. Something like that. Yeah. Not a whole lot of room <laughs> to maneuver, but... But worth going and getting some... And meeting some people getting some... Some free stuff and also, you know, interacting with people who made the beer there and from these different areas. Because a lot of these different breweries, they were from around, you know, the States. So, um, yeah, it was just really cool kind of interacting with them.
0: Yeah, definitely. They kind of provided some extra insight into, you know, the making of the beer and like that sort of thing. Yeah, it was cool.
1: So do you remember what which one you got first?
0: Uh the first one I tried was the was the two meads from Bremminghorn. Uh they didn't have the
1: Agalock one yet. Not that night, no. Yeah. But I remember getting in the KCBC line and uh tried one of their five beers and I just kept getting more and more of them. Um as we night as the night progressed. Yeah. But um anyway you want to get into the the first first act yeah which actually was pretty quick
0: yeah the first band that performed opened it up uh a local band called the munson's who uh i had not really heard of before uh seeing the lineup announcement and uh you know i checked them out a little bit and they kind of reminded me of like a little bit of like i hate god type of sludge very groove oriented very heavy um yeah and they were super cool
1: yeah they were pretty young too
0: yeah they uh i assume that they're all kind of related in some
1: way they look very similar hope i'm not wrong about that but (laughs) you should see the look i'm giving them yeah but yeah i can see it but they were um they were yeah they were they're were great and they, it was a good opener and i feel like it you know it was a, it was a good start to the to the night yeah cuz i feel like they uh they, what it was like a three piece yeah yeah so they were definitely um you know kicking it up with um you know their i feel like they had some some sludgy doom yeah uh, into a lot of the riffs that they were putting out too so yeah good stuff yeah but that led to the next band mother of graves right phobocosm oh it was phobocosm yep. damn see beer number one yep already got me i'm gonna let you do this cooked
0: um <laughs> yeah so phobocosm went on next uh their album four ordained just came out last friday which is super sick um yeah, they just came on super intense, very just uh, you know overwhelmingly heavy set from them. Uh, definitely captured the vibe of their music. Um, I would say it's like a a much doomier like immolation. It's kind of more guts.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, they they were they were really good. Um, really, I was really excited to see them and uh they definitely didn't disappoint.
1: Yeah, and I was I was also um thrilled in their like uh the see their kind of backdrop because it was just like blood red like the entire time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so I feel like the environment played a big role even like plus the the sonic like just heaviness of everything. It 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 worked really really well. So I feel like this was the band that like sucked me in to like the fast I was like okay, I'm I'm in now. Like this was this is gonna be a crazy night. Yeah. And that's kind of what I thought when I was listening to Phobocosm. It's like, okay, here we are. <laughs> We're starting off very heavy. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's time. Mm-hmm. And also fun fact, uh, Mother of Graves, they played the next day, so I'm gonna reverse what I said earlier. Yeah. Same slot. Same um, slot, which is why my second brain day. went there. Yeah. So but third
0: was uh Morbicon um was there uh, a black metal project um from Landfill of Municipal Waste originally started it and then uh after recording their first album of Mournful Twilight recruited some other members to to transition into a live performance
1: and uh yeah, they were awesome. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, I was gonna say they were definitely. I would. I mean, we haven't got to you know the rest of the bands, but this is where I pretty much was like, yeah, this is gonna be one of the most fun bands of the night. Yeah. Like they are just having a really good time, and they're really getting everybody involved. Like there was a lot of circle pits. This is where the circle pits really started. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The first. The first like band to really get people uh, active yeah and uh yeah, it's good. like it's a, it's a good combination of black metal i feel like and thrash and a little bit as well um but i love his face paint yeah and he's a pretty he's a pretty silly dude and i like him yeah quite a bit yeah
0: yeah good stage presence uh yeah as a a good variety to to start things off and you know, uh, Night 2 would definitely have more, like, Doom and uh would definitely be have more, like, kind of slower-paced bands. But they definitely still, like, throughout the festival, had other bands that, like, kicked the energy up, for sure.
1: Yeah, and this is definitely one of them. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we would move to one of our favorites. Yeah, this was... Definitely
0: a top three of the weekend for me. Uh, It was the set from Ken mode. um, Who, yeah, they just released uh, last year and this year. They put out two albums, Null and then Void. And uh, this set, they played quite a bit of stuff from Null, which I thought was a, a really nice surprise. Cause I, think that album's great. And uh yeah, just a just like a really like captivating set from from the band, like uh you know, they even I I can guarantee that like people who didn't even know who they were were like like their attention was grabbed by by them when they started.
1: Yeah, I mean that I mean just their their presence <clears throat> and kind of their uh, their demeanor, I feel yeah. like, and like their their stage, like ha- ha- what they do on the stage, definitely took notice to a lot of people because it's very confrontational, right? And I and I love that about them. Yeah, I do too. We've yeah. seen, and I, we had, had mentioned this, but I think we have, but like we've seen Kimode before. Yeah, um, in a smaller setting, right? <laughs> um, but we were definitely both looking forward to this seeing yeah. them again, and it,
0: it, like. You know, my my expectations were high, but I think they like really surpassed them. Like I thought that they were pretty mind blowing.
1: Yeah, and this time they also had um, a saxophone player that uh, they didn't have before. Yeah, for...
0: saxophonist and uh, keyboards as well, and that was like a new element to their show that I I really enjoyed.
1: Yeah, and she she was wonderful, and I loved how like erratic. The saxophone was during a lot of the parts that like, but it like it accented, you know, what was going on incredibly well. Yeah. So like it was just it was definitely like a one of the like the wake up. You're in a fever dream. Yeah. Part of the the whole night. And, you know, we've had a few beers here and there. We're probably like what at our fourth or fifth beer at the time. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Those little those little baby cups will get you. (laughs) <laughs> and i don't think we mentioned this either but we were really close yeah for all these bands like you know um i think we were on the left but we were like maybe two or three or four people by back so yeah. like very close so um i think that's also what i loved about being so damn like close to like seeing ken mode or phobocosm is just like i could feel the energy just coming from them because they were just right there. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I I think that's a big <clears throat> part of why, like, I really loved this this set. Uh you know, aside from already being a fan of the band, uh, yeah, you just could really feel like the tension and like, yeah, it's just a perfect translation of their music into their performance, which I
1: really appreciated. Yeah. And I, it's weird because this band in particular, I feel like it's almost necessary to see them live. Yeah. You know, with yeah. the type of music that they make and the message that they're trying to put across. Yeah. Um. So I, I think it's definitely very like anyone who's ever gets the chance to, you know, if they're uh, come into your town or nearby, go see them. You gotta do it. You have to.
0: Now, we get into uh, kind of double dose of um, silly. <laughs> silly, brutal. Uh, yeah. First up, you have the Red Cord. Their uh, one and only show of the year. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty special. Um, I think you're a lot more familiar with them than I am, but I have listened to them before and I really enjoyed what I heard. And uh yeah, I thought that they were a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. So anyone who's not familiar with the Red Chord, they are um they kind of blend death chord, death metal, and a little bit of um I don't know. Grind. Grind. Yeah, there's some grind in there. Yeah. Um but you know, definitely very heavy, um, very energetic, a lot of um circle pits, a lot of mosh pits, um, but also at the same time guy who is a lead singer. Is a goofball, and has been for a while. But in between all the songs, he would definitely get the crowd laughing or putting their fists in the air, just pumping, yeah, and just doing dude, bro stuff. Which, but like in like the silliest of ways, not in a you know a douchebaggy way, yeah. Even
0: like before they started, like they came out on
1: stage wearing robes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is pretty funny. And then everyone, then they like were, you know, they were back to us and then they like took off the robe, and everyone just like, yeah. Right. (laughs) Which I thought was great. Yeah. And we, we already, you know, seen, uh, you know, uh, three of the members, you know, the night before playing with Jacob and, uh, and company. And so, um, it was good seeing those guys again.
0: Yeah. And then after that, was cephalic carnage another band that is of a similar vein yeah definitely more on the death grind side more on the like the grind side of things
1: yeah um this is where nathan got really tired and sweaty yeah. this we, is when we went my, upstairs first of all we're like you know what it's time for us to kind of sit down and relax a little bit yeah. And uh, we're just like, let's go try to find something. We go upstairs and hell, it's hella packed. Yeah. Um, Stand awkwardly for a little bit. Got to the side where there's some <laughs> stairs and then, you know, for a, pretty much a whole song. And then all of a sudden the lady's like, Hey, even though I made eye contact with that person, like at least three or four times and she seemed, you know, like you're fine to be there. But I think somebody went and told her not to. Yeah and then they're like all right and then it makes it
0: does kind of make sense like not to stand in the stairwell but even though we weren't in the way but it's fine yeah regardless i got tired yeah and uh even standing on the balcony like you can't really get a good view unless you have one of the seats against the railing so Mm -hmm. that was kind of a we realized that it was kind of pointless being up there. <laughs> yeah. So he we went back down. Uh,
1: Halfway through the set, I tapped out. Yeah, yeah I was like, I'm going to walk home. And boy, oh, boy, was that an arduous trip back home. I felt my feet. And it felt like it took forever to get home, back to the place. Hmm. But I'm going to end on that because I know Joey will finish out the rest of the night. Okay. <laughs>
0: So that was the end of Fest for for Navy. <laughs>
1: I got I got ninety Navy
0: Night. Navy Night Night. Um So yeah, Cephalic Carnage, I you know, another band I'm not super familiar with really. Um another band that's definitely very silly in terms of, of
1: uh banter between the songs. A lot of silly noises, weed references everywhere, yeah. Flying shamu. Yeah, a lot of weed stuff.
0: It made a lot of sense that they played the, the Denver festival because of, uh you know, of that, <laughs> of,
1: you know, the good stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's times where like their set would go from being like very silly like that all of a sudden to just being like flat out, like surreal, crazy, like <laughs> uh, there's like some like harsh noise stuff going on. That like if you didn't have earplugs in when they would break out into those little passages like you'd be fucked <laughs> like it was so goddamn loud but it was it was interesting for sure uh, towards the end of their set I think their last song they had the guys from the Red Cord come out yeah I, heard, I saw that later on everybody then. was wearing animal masks <laughs> and uh, yeah they they jammed out one last one uh, yeah it was very fun. But you know, since we had we did a lot of adventuring during the day, so I think both of us were definitely feeling uh, a little bit of the fatigue at this point. But the headliner for night one is uh, a favorite of mine, and I think just my excitement for that was what really kept me going. Uh, chemists, the the hometown boys,
1: uh, a, a staple
0: a staple in the Denver music scene getting the headline, a festival in their hometown, which was super cool to to see and be a part of. Um, Yeah. Their, their set was amazing. Um, The only other time I had seen them was with you back in the day when uh, they opened um, the decibel tour. Yeah. 2018, I think. Which, uh, yeah, seeing them then and then seeing them now, it's, like, almost a completely different band. Like, uh, this version of the band just sounds so much more confident and so much more, like, revitalized in a way. And, uh, I think their last couple albums have, like, also exemplified that. And, uh, yeah, they, they just kicked a lot of ass. And, uh... They played some older stuff, which really got me hyped and um, yeah it was it was fantastic. It was like for you know about an hour or so I forgot about my tiredness so yeah, we I made it home <laughs> afterwards
1: uh I I, I I saw you hobbling. I was like, I was, you know, I, maybe I'd fallen asleep for maybe like I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. And then yeah. I was just like, huh? Who? Huh? Joey? Is that you? And
0: I was like, go the fuck back to sleep. Yeah. It's past your bedtime. I, I got up
1: for a little bit, I feel like. Or maybe it did. Did I go back to sleep? I can't remember. I think, I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was just that tired. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was a, it's a great night one. Or you know two, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we had—I don't know—I probably had like eight beers in total. He's—he he's, doesn't know how much he's. Got. I don't. I can't put a number on it. Yeah. But anywho, <laughs> night uh, the next night, right, or the next yeah. day, um, yeah. we woke up. Um, we went to a cool little. We well, we walked. We actually woke up relatively early yeah ish which is surprising but we were awake though um i feel like i got a lot of sleep so. yeah and then we went to what was the um, um breakfast joint we went to
0: yeah we went to a diner called snooze there's a there's a few of them around denver um but yeah we checked one of those out which was super good damn good yeah just uh you know is like uh Like an elevated version
1: of like an IHOP type of thing. Yeah, it feels like there's a a place locally here that reminds me of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, That's kind of nearby here um, that I like. Um, But yeah, we actually got a free uh, pancake. Yeah, our server
0: was super cool, super nice to us. Gave us a free uh, strawberry
1: shortcake pancake. Yeah, something like that. Super good. Yeah, and then Uh, we got full on our on our I don't I don't even remember what I got but it was delightful. Yeah. I think I got some kind of like ham and and bacon with some hot sauce and some eggs. And <laughs> I don't remember what I got.
0: Ham and bacon with some hot sauce. That's sure. it. I loved it.
1: I loved every second.
0: <laughs> I got a potato thing. That's what I you remember. You did you
1: did get a potato thing. I do remember that. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, we walked around some and then we got attacked by wind. I remember, <laughs> I, I remember that. Yeah, we uh
0: the fucking uh, It was so
1: nice that, that earlier. Like <laughs> they're like this is the nicest walk ever and we were like commenting how good it was and then all of a sudden after breakfast. Yeah,
0: if any Denverites are listening out there, please let us know if that's a a regular occurrence. If I, uh, I
1: have a feeling it is.
0: A day will start off being like pretty calm and cool and then all of a sudden wind chaos
1: <laughs> something just I mean, breaks I, out I had my glasses on and I got shit in my eye like three times
0: yeah like my nose was getting stuffed up kind of how it is currently uh, <laughs> it's uh, kind of a disaster
1: but it was brutal it was funny it was yeah, definitely that um, we went back to target got more shit <laughs> yeah we went back to target had to refuel
0: uh, yeah
1: what else did we do? I think we went to the record store then.
0: Yeah, we went to uh, Wax Tracks.
1: Yeah, which we we did a nice trek. We walked pretty far, but I, it was definitely worth it because we went to that record store. Yeah. I got um, a Fleshwater, the new Fleshwater LP, and I actually got Paddington 2, the Paddington soundtrack.
0: Paddington 2 OST. Dude. It's a fucking
1: playa over here. It was, uh, it was worth it. Um, yeah. We we definitely when we went back to the hotel, I definitely played some Paddington, yeah, just to, to jam out for a little bit. But
0: I don't know. You just tell anyone that you own that,
1: and you you ha- it gives you so much riz. You know what I mean? I mean, who else can I do? I know who has the Paddington um, two OST. <laughs> I mean, I, I if anyone's listening and you have it, let us know. I I would love to know if you have it.
0: Is yeah. it on orange marmalade colored vinyl? I wish.
1: I need marmalade sandwich right now.
0: Was it any colored vinyl?
1: Um, I haven't opened it yet.
0: Oh, well, that's all right.
1: Because it's cherished.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: But I'm not going to say you have to open it to see if it's colored. I'm going to do it for you guys at, on the podcast. I'm going to do it for the next episode. I'm going <laughs> to mention the color of the, of the vinyl. Fuck it. I'll do it live. I don't have it with me. I wish I could <laughs> do it live. That's all right. But... We actually speaking of sandwiches, Ooh. we had a really good sandwich shop.
0: Yeah, we nearby. went over to Subculture, which is a really sick little sandwich place. An overwhelming menu. Yeah, a <laughs> lot of options. Um, I got this thing that had turkey and uh, green green chili, because that's apparently like a Denver, uh, like a Denver local favorite.
1: Now I remember a little bit about my breakfast. I had some green chili in there.
0: Okay. Um yeah.
1: and I had obviously green chili on my sandwich as well. I think they had like a um some kind of some kind of like steak and cheese kind of one with some interesting like <clears throat> mayonnaise or, or mustard like uh, combo combo that was like really good. Yeah. Spicy one. So but man, that was just two of the literally fifty sandwiches that were there. Maybe a hundred yeah it was, it was
0: ridiculously stacked uh so many options, but yeah,
1: what I got was was damn good yeah we we enjoyed some good food and yeah. uh and then after that, we walked back um I feel like we had a pretty you know uh, pretty full day since we that that was probably one of the days we walked the most, yeah one of yeah. Um, and then, uh, did we do anything else besides that before we went to the show? I don't think, I don't recall, just
0: because uh, I think you had an earlier start time. Yeah, it did. It did
1: by an hour. I think we got there at four.
0: Yeah. Um, we went to Novo. We got coffee from Novo, which was true. super
1: good. We didn't, yeah, we mentioned, we forgot the that coffee shop because that coffee shop was also incredible. Yeah. So well, we had that that morning. So we had really good food all day pretty much um and good drinks.
0: Yeah. Like <clears throat> that definitely like made a big impression on me because it made me realize like man <laughs> this <laughs> is rare. This feels rare to me that. It was like have something that's this fucking good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, We definitely were spoiled and we're not even to like some of the best restaurants we've been to yet. We're right. not even there yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we had all that good, good stuff. We rested, I feel like for a little bit um, and we're able to get to the show early um, for, you know, the final night of, of the festival. Um, no liquid deathmobile made me sad. Yeah. But um, when we got in there, I, my first beer I had there was the agalock beer. I had the the mead. um, Yeah, I got the Agaluk mead as well. Super smooth. Super like, and it was like, what do you say? He's like, "Eh, let's just say 14%.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to mead, it's like, you know, you know, it's going to be on the heavier side probably.
1: Yeah. But super nice guy. Drink was incredible. I actually had it a couple times that night because I liked it so much. Yeah, it's very good. I'm going to see what it was called. But yeah, that was definitely um some more some more tomfoolery with the beer um that um had to get. So um going to let Joey figure out that beer name. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh. That's what I was trying to dum, do.
0: Dum, 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 it's just dum. called the uh, uh, scorched Meadows. yeah, it was delightful, yeah, so' it was, uh had huckleberries,
1: yeah, <laughs> so and honestly that like you know you we were saying you know the night before that it got started really early, but this one definitely did because um you know the the next band just pretty much started almost automatically. And that was Astral Tomb. Yep. So, um, also another very much like the the Munsons, a very young band, right. a three piece, yeah, um, local. Yeah, I loved the, the 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 vocalist who was also like the I guess the um, the bass player as well. Um, he had a really cool pink guitar, yeah. and the black metal paint on. So it was like a weird kind of aesthetic that I I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um and honestly this was one of my favorite of the young bands. Like like this might might have been my favorite opener of the entire um all 3 nights.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they they were really
1: really fucking good. Um and the
0: their style is very like you know sporadic and crazy, but they all made it feel and like sound so like seamless and like it just made it look easy (laughs) and uh, yeah it just flowed together super well uh they
1: yeah they just killed it and they were a really good opener as you said yeah definitely some uh some cosmic death metal for you right with uh, some really interesting like black metal parts uh, that came in randomly and then also some some thrash so it was it was a it was a fun one yeah then it was mother of graves and then it was mother of graves i got it right this time yeah which they were definitely like the melodic death metal band of the of the entire uh, festival
0: yeah yeah <clears throat> uh the kind of gothic death doom sort of sound uh ish yeah beats. paradise lost that sort of thing my dying bride like yeah they their album from last year is really really good and uh yeah they they brought a new a new flavor to
1: the to the festival and i think uh yeah they sounded great yeah there was some good energy i felt from it too uh, yeah. i feel like very similar but in a different way but like for me it's like it felt like the morbicon of of the night for yeah. that particular um you know maybe not as like spastic, but definitely more like, it's like, hey, we're all here to drink and we're all here to have fun. Right. Like, kind of music. And I definitely sense that.
0: And be a little sad, if you want to. It's a little sad. Yeah. Um, I remember I was in the front for this set and uh, there's a guy next to me who, uh he had his phone out, but he uh, was on his phone so he could save the album on uh, Apple Music by Mother of Graves while they were playing <laughs> which is funny. What? <laughs> it's like I saw
1: a dude get one over in real time. It was wild. That's that's uh it's amazing. If you're hearing this Mother of Graves, good good for you guys for yeah. for doing that. <laughs>
0: Got yourself some new
1: streams, all Hell, that
0: residuals man. flowing oh. in.
1: But I know from from that I know we jumped into both one of our both of our favorites parts of the entire festival, yeah, and that was the keening.
0: The keening. Before we talk about the set, though, one of my favorite beers was this the beer that uh, the keening had.
1: Yeah, I had uh, it too.
0: In collaboration with Magnanimous Brewing, um, they had an Imperial Stout called okay. Silent Grave. Uh, which was with molasses, vanilla, and cinnamon, and not only that, it tasted but, like a dessert. Yeah, there's like peanut butter and
1: butterscotch notes in there. Yeah, somebody said it was like it tastes like maple syrup. And when I had it, I was like, Yeah, this tastes like maple syrup, and I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it
0: doesn't sound like it would be very good. It sounds like it would be way too sweet, but it was honestly kind <clears> of <throat> kind of perfect, especially for the sample cup that we had. That was like the perfect serving of it. And it was just like a nice like treat. Um the guy that was working the uh you know, the keg or whatever yeah. for the uh, Magnanimous said that the band like when they were putting together ideas for the beer, they had said that like they wanted a big, dumb, sweet, strong beer. <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. I feel like they <laughs> they nailed that. And it was yeah, of like of all the beers, it was probably in my
1: my top three. Yeah, I would I would agree, the the Agalock Mead that and there's another beer in there probably from True. So, for me, but, yeah, or maybe even three Floyds, they were good. Yeah, but regardless, big dumb beer. Big dumb, sweet, strong. So the band itself, <clears throat> right? Um fantastic show and um if anyone doesn't know who the keening are um relatively new group um uh the main member uh former sabrosa member um who um pretty much has developed um in, like i guess there's a five piece now right yeah. drummer a bass player a, a violinist who's also a singer clean singer uh, and a bass and a, and a guitarist yeah um, along with um and she played the keys, um and also guitar. some guitar in the beginning some guitar, yeah. yeah, and vocals, so um it was a very um it was definitely the 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 set of the night that you know is felt the most unique and also the most like haunting, and like you can you, you get suck you got sucked into that,
0: yeah, yeah, they definitely yeah. had that Ken mode effect from the night prior and that it like really like grabbed your attention. Uh, while they may not be like the heaviest band or like the loudest or craziest is like, yeah, they just like really kind of moved you in a way. Um, and uh, yeah, I, this was one of the sets this weekend where I was like, I was kind of sad when it ended. Cause it was I was quick. Like, I felt like they had, like, they were just in the middle of, like, telling this story, and I, like, wanted more. And I feel like, for a festival, I feel like being left with that feeling is a very positive thing.
1: Yeah, I I, and I, uh, I echo that. Um, I definitely <clears> felt <throat> like, it's like, oh, shit, it's already over. Yeah. Because um, I was definitely getting invested into that. Yeah, I thought they're just fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you, I mean, I don't know how many shows they've done. Probably not very many. um, Probably not, yeah. But, uh, I'm really excited to see where they go. Um, so great set. Yeah. Then we moved into, uh, a little heavier stuff with, uh, Crips. With, uh, a Finnish Death Doom band. Yeah. All the way from Finland. And they, uh, They they definitely look like like uh, quite a young band. They did.
0: I was surprised because they've you know they it's not like they're new like they've been around for a bit. They have three albums, Uh, and uh, their last one came out in twenty nineteen. So it's been a while. I think that it was really cool to to see these guys, especially after you know. I feel like. This might have been their first show in America since the pandemic, uh,
1: which is kind of crazy. I could be wrong about that, but I'm sure, I'm fairly confident. Well, you could tell that they were having a good time because, um, yeah, I I I could see a lot of you know audience participation when they were playing, and um, yeah, pretty much everybody was moving at that point um, in the set.
2: Yeah,
0: <clears throat>
1: Getting- yeah, they you know very
0: death doom that's very like powerful and loud but you know they'll hit like a groove that'll get people like everyone head banging and uh yeah it was pretty awesome uh great band i i need to go back and listen to their older stuff again cuz i feel like it's it had been a while and then once we saw them it was like remind it was like a reminder of
1: how of how sick they are Man, it was like the start of the heavy stuff that would come right after that. Ooh. Because uh, <laughs> cause they these guys, Crips was well, they were getting heavy quite a few times. Yeah. But then <clears throat> like I said, it kinda opened the door for the heaviest band on this entire set of bills.
0: Yeah. Another <clears throat> another Denver staple.
1: Uh get your get your caveman, start knuckle dragging out here because here comes primitive man. Yeah. My ears. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I feel like anyone who's ever listened to Primitive Man live could say the same thing. Um, you know, even though I had we had earplugs, I could still hear quite a bit of noise. Yeah, coming through that. Yeah, and it hurt a couple <laughs> times.
0: Yeah, it was just <clears throat> so oppressive. Uh, that's the word that I think comes to mind. Uh, overwhelming and uh yeah i think that's exactly you know their intention and uh yeah i was i was very much looking forward to seeing this band because i knew that was kind of part of their reputation for their live show and uh yeah they just really fucking delivered
1: they uh, stacked knocked the whole place out yeah everyone everyone i i felt like everyone was i i could sense that oppression and I, I expected more people to move, um, but I feel like because of how loud it was and how um, intense everything was, I feel like I sensed like a like a big um, bit of unease and yeah. like, like like super off putting. <laughs> yeah, and so a lot of people I, I know people are into it, obviously because yeah. it's a great band. Yeah, um, and I love them too, but I was like I could sense that in the room with a lot of people. And I was like, holy shit. So, it's uh it was special. Just yeah, it was
2: <clears throat>
1: it was so sick. <laughs> but anyway, we we didn't lose our hearing completely. Nah, I don't think. We'll find out sooner <laughs> or later. <laughs> um the long-term effects. But then I would I would say that the next band was probably the most fun of the entire like when it, in terms of like just having pure energy. Yeah. This is the band. That yeah. Would come and that's,
0: up. that's what this band's all about. <clears throat> and that's part of why I was really, they were like among my, my most anticipated of the whole
1: festival. I didn't even know about them. And I, now I'm, I feel stupid for not knowing this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's midnight. Midnight. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> midnight.
0: Then Fucking got... speed and darkness. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just it's an absolute blast, you know? Like everyone that was watching them, like the the enthusiasm was very infectious. Mm-hmm. Uh you know. People that like knew the band were all like screaming along to the choruses and everything. Like yeah, it was just a great time. Circle Pits
1: galore. We, we pretty much hit each other's shoulders a few times. Yeah. I remember fist pumping and pretty much just like everybody was moving. Yeah. In some capacity. Even if you're not in that pit, you're, you're still moving probably. So they were they were a lot of fun. Um, and honestly, that was the band that made me forget that I was like super fucking tired and <laughs> had been standing for a long time. Yeah. Um. Which is cool. Um, I needed that.
0: Right. Yeah, it's uh it's important. <clears throat> yeah. Well,
1: we want to get to the final act?
0: Yeah, and then <clears throat> we finally reach reach the top of the mountain <laughs> with uh the headliner of the entire festival, the mighty return of sorts of the great Agalok.
1: Yeah big fan uh, of this band I have been for a very long time yeah. um so having getting to see them um as they are not no really no longer much of a band right um they only just do tours on occasion um, it was really special yeah, for sure um <clears throat> and this actually was uh, the time where we all split up. I feel like everybody's <laughs> everyone's split in different directions we yeah. wanted we needed to get away from each other. Yeah, we needed to fa- find new venues. We needed to also a place to sit or, or stand or move around lean. a little bit. Yeah, um, found a nice beam to lean on for <laughs> a little bit. It's cool. And I was with I was with our friend for you know a good like couple songs, and then he jumped in there more, and I was like, I'm I'm staying here. Yeah,
0: I felt like uh, for a lot of people, this was you know. Obviously, it's the main event because they're headlining the whole thing, but for a lot of people, this is like the main reason why they went they went to the festival, yeah,
1: it was one of mine, yeah, um one of the reasons I signed up for this because I was like, I mean, obviously I wanted to see all these bands, but Anglock was the selling point for me, yeah, so and we got we got their merch early. I'm afraid I don't think we said that night night uh-huh. two, yeah. the very beginning we We went in there, already aligned, probably about twenty people in there on that line. Um And, uh, you know, and then we went and got, I, I got my merch and then later on you told me that they sold out. I'm like, this is why I did this early.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. You don't see that happen very often. Yeah. Just <laughs> an entire merch supply just selling out. I
1: sensed it. That's why I went <laughs> I was like, I got to get this now. Yeah. So I'm glad I did. um And there was actually even a, I mean, you know, there was a, even a technical issue that happened in the middle. Of, yeah. Like, I, I like what? Three or four minutes into a song. Right. And um, it was very frustrating at first. Yeah. But everyone pretty much got their spirits back up. I feel like.
0: Yeah. They just, you know, they re they regrouped and restarted the song. Yeah. It was all good.
1: Yeah. And honestly, like, you know, I mean, it made it more memorable. And made more, made it more unique because I, I could sense everybody, you know, really, even if it was like, like, hey, we're just happy to be here, kind of like, mentality I could sense from a lot of people, even if it was like, yeah, okay, hiccup, cool, we'll figure it out. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah. So. Yeah, but aside from that,
0: like, they sounded pretty much perfect. Yeah, (laughs) like it was, yeah. Uh.
1: A lot heavier than I thought it would be. They definitely played a lot of the heavier stuff. Yeah. Um, Definitely was expecting a little bit more acoustic, a little bit more um, mixed, but um, is perfect still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It sounded great for a band that isn't very active. They still, you know, you wouldn't have really guessed that just from hearing uh, how they sounded and everything. Um, Yeah. It was a, it was a really good end for the weekend. Um, Despite being as tired as we were, like it was honestly just like kind of felt like, like, man, this is it. We did it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We're here. (laughs) And then we get insomnia cookies. Yeah. We got them cookies. And we got, I feel like we got something else (laughs) or maybe did you, you went and got more stuff.
0: Yeah, I got some snacks because I didn't eat anything else. Yeah, because I had pizza.
1: Oh yeah, I had mentioned I I ran into Grave Ripper. Yeah, uh, Lead Singer again. Yeah, that was that night in yeah. the pizza line. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you got you went and got some snacks at that that joint that around the corner. Yeah. Um. Hung out in the hotel room for a little bit and or some sports center. <laughs> yeah, we did. We were watching some games. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, that night ended, and then I feel like the next day was just like a chill day.
0: Yeah, this was the day where we didn't have anything planned. We were just going to go with the flow. But we did have one thing, and it was another event of sorts put on by the festival. Yeah. It was a,
1: a special brunch at True Brewing. Yeah. At their uh, tap room. And man, this—I mean, this is like a... Very small. Yeah. Kind of like narrow, um, long, narrow um bar. Yeah. That has like also like a little breakfast joint in there, like a chicken. Yeah. Bar. The
0: uh oh. Music City hot chicken was uh in there and uh it was my favorite meal of the weekend, I think. It was I, uh it's... I got the hot chicken and waffles. Like, man. That was shit it was
1: unbelievable and i i got a chicken sandwich and i i have to agree with you um (laughs) that that was the best chicken sandwich i've ever had like ever like that was just so damn good yeah um i will say this is this isn't tied for a meal that would come later for me
0: yeah that we we still had some more great food after that but but yeah this was
1: way up there yeah it hit
0: different like it was just another one of those things where it's just, like, such a, like, chicken and waffles, like, the flavor profile combination paired with just, like, something that's just, like, so decadent after two, like, long nights. uh, Plus a beer. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> beer. Like, having that, it's definitely the sort of thing that I would not have very often at all. Mm-hmm. But, man, if I wanted to, like, treat myself for being like, you know, for like being healthy for like a couple months or so, if I mm-hmm. wanted to have like a good cheat meal, like that would have to be it because it's just like so decadent and so
1: just so fucking good. Yeah. It was a brilliant way to end the fest. Yeah. Um, so then we had a couple of night, you know, day for ourselves and then, you know, we were able to travel back home the next day Yep. and, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, an incredible incredible time and oh yeah speaking of meals it was a ramen place we had uh near union station yeah that i was like
0: holy crap yeah it was uh Jinya, i believe it was called
1: yeah i had one of my favorite drinks um the wandering samurai is what i think they samurai. called it Yep, uh, which is like a gin base and gin's one of my favorite liquors um and then one of the best meals were that ramen was just yeah really perfect. great ramen
0: uh just right across the street from Union Station too so yeah. it's a
1: pretty easy place to find yeah so we I mean we had really good coffee really good food we went to a couple bars yeah. Um, after the fact uh, that we really love the aesthetic of all the places we went to Um,
0: people were super nice too haven't mentioned that like
1: yeah besides that, our one friend
0: yeah who's not from there <laughs> yeah even but just even that like people were super friendly just in passing uh yeah, just the the vibe of Denver was was really great and uh yeah, we did
1: all kinds of really cool shit. Uh it was it was awesome. Yeah, definitely this is this is probably the trip of the year for me. It was uh the only time I went on a trip,
0: unfortunately, but it was definitely a good one. Well, cheers to that, man.
1: I hope in twenty twenty four that changes, yeah see so um you wanna kind of wrap this up and then kinda we can briefly highlight kind of what we're gonna do next time, sure, yeah,
0: you wanna do like our top three top three beers,
1: top three bands, sure, yeah, um let's just say uh, I'll go backwards for the beer um I would say. There was a um I cannot remember what the, the beer was called. I can uh, find it. It's from True. 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 Which was a, one of the local beers. Yeah. Um But it's one <clears> of the it was one of the IPAs I had. Um Tunnel of Trees. I think it was that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good one. Which I I really enjoyed. So that's my third. My number two would probably be the the beer of all beers, aka <laughs> The molasses maple syrup of the, the Keening, the Keening's Silent Grave, yeah, from and Magnanimous. My number one would be is Burning Meadows or uh, the Agalock Mead. Yeah, the Agalock Mead. from oh. brimming horn, brimming yeah. So that would be my top three drinks. Um, then of my bands for for the whole thing, I would say. The Keening was number three for me. Number two was Midnight. And number one was The Boys in Umbra Vitae. Wow. Yeah. That's the thing is like when I think about And all those other bands that I didn't mention are were incredible, so it's hard to even Yeah. Say that. So
0: I'm gonna have to take two of yours, Umbra Vitae and the Keening, and then my other
1: one would be Ken mode, but
0: Midnight would be like right in there, like the next
1: runner up. Yeah, I was gonna say, if we were to have top five, then I'd have Ken mode in there as well. <laughs> so yeah. we have very similar tastes uh, in that sense. Yeah. So yeah, and then uh lock, I would say, or would be Kenless for me. Yeah, which I wouldn't know. I got too sweepy. Yeah. Hunk Shoe, Hunk, hunk. Shoe. I'm a Wee Snog guy, but you know. <laughs> Uh
0: yeah, my favorite beers were the What the fuck was it called? <laughs> what the fuck was it called? God damn it. <laughs> double fatality. Yeah, the Double Dry Hopped Double IPA from Little Cottage. I wish I could order that thing and have it shipped to me because I I I crave it now. Um and then of course Silent Grave Imperial Stout. And my third one, probably going to go with one of the three Floyd's beers. Yeah. The Zombie Ice.
1: Zombie Ice, yeah. What was was the other Zombie one? Zombie Dust. Okay. I think I like Zombie Dust myself more. Okay. Yeah. Those Zombie ones were good. Yeah. There's a lot of great beers. Yeah, I mean... It's if you took, if you chose any of those beers as your favorite, you, there wouldn't be. I wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah, there were so there were so many good beers there.
0: Yeah, great mead too. Like yeah, liquid death was
1: hitting. Oh well, yeah, we had a couple <laughs> liquid deaths. We had some. To- I That's had like some to topo chicos. We
0: crushed some cans. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So that was our that was our fun. So that it was the fest. That wraps up Decibel Metal and Beer Fest Denver twenty twenty three. Fuck hell, yeah, hell would do, time. would do again. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, as we end this year, I feel like with you know with the the next episode, I feel like we could do something a little bit um, holiday uh, with the holiday spirit of sorts. Some, somewhat, yeah, yeah. So we're going to be doing, um, you know, kind of a, a Christmas themed um, kind of end of the year where we're going to cover some bands that are covered with ice and frost and snow and uh, do some just recommendations and maybe we'll do, a, you know, maybe a gift giving uh, live with oh. you guys, which would be fun. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to pick some winter songs to to commemorate the season kind of be like a send off before next year we get into our favorite albums of 2023, Mm -hmm. which will be
1: a big, a big undertaking, (laughs) a lot of research. Yep. So, um, but yeah, this was uh this was a fun way to kind of end the year, like the, the best, one of the best shows of all time, uh, for the, for the year. Um, perfect timing for it.
0: Yeah. Great stuff. Um, yeah, we will definitely, you know, if we ever do something like this, we ever do another uh, Scouring the Depths on the Road, <laughs> we'll definitely do another episode like this, kind of discussing the ins and outs of our, our experience.
1: Uh, but yeah. Thanks for listening to us meander about the shit that we are trying to remember.
0: Yeah, we, uh, you know, Anthony Bourdain... I'm not gonna disrespect him no, <laughs> I, don't I like him too much to disrespect him, especially since
1: he's no longer with us so well, hail to metal, hail to beer, hail to Anthony Bourdain.
0: hail yeah.